0: Today is the 16th day of June, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. The Lord in His holy temple, let all the earth keep silence before Him. Lord, open our lips, and your mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this... Psalms 82, 83, 84, 85. God takes his hand in the council of heaven. He gives judgment in the midst of the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show favor to the wicked? Save the weak and the orphan. Defend the humble and needy. Rescue the weak and the poor. Deliver them from the power of the wicked. They do not know, neither do they understand, that they go about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Now I say to you, you are gods, and all of you children of the Most High. Nevertheless, you shall die like mortals and fall like any prince. Arise, O God, and rule the earth, for you shall take all nations for your own. O God, do not be silent. Do not keep still nor hold your peace, O God. For your enemies are in tumult, and those who hate you have lifted up their heads. They take secret counsel against your people and plot against those whom you protect. They have said, come, let us wipe them out from among the nations. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. They have conspired together. They have made an alliance against you. The tents of Edom, and the Ishmaelites, and the Moabites, and the Hagarines, Gabel, and the Ammon, and Amalek, the Philistines, and those who dwell in Tyre. The Assyrians also have joined them, and have come to help the people of Lot. Do to them as you did to Midian, to Caesarea, and to Shabon and the river of Qashong. They were destroyed at Endor. They became like Dong upon the ground. Make their leaders like Oreb and Zeb, and all their commanders like Zebah and Zalmuna, who said, let us take for ourselves the field of God as our possession. Oh my God, make them like whirling dust and like chaff before the wind, like fire that burns down a forest, like the flame that sets mountains ablaze. Drive them with your tempest and terrify them with your storm. Cover their faces with shame, O Lord, that they may seek your name. Let them be disgraced and terrified forever. Let them be put to confusion and perish. Let them know that you whose name is Yahweh. You alone are the Most High over all the earth. How dear to me is your dwelling, O Lord of hosts! My soul has a desire and longs for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. The sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. By the side of your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are they who dwell in your house, they will always be praising you. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set upon the pilgrim's way. Those who go through the desolate valley will find it a place of springs, for the early rains have covered it with pools of water. They will climb from height to height and the God of gods will reveal himself in Zion. Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold our defender, O God, and look upon the face of your anointed. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand in my own room, and to stand at the threshold of the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is both sun and shield, he will give grace and glory. No good thing will the Lord withhold from those who walk with integrity. O Lord of hosts, happy are they who put their trust in you. You have been gracious to your land, O Lord, you have restored the good fortune of Jacob. you have forgiven the iniquity of your people and blot out all their sins. You have withdrawn all your fury, and turned yourself from your wrathful indignation. Restore us then, O God our Savior. Let your anger depart from us. Will you be displeased with us forever? Will you prolong your anger from age to age? Will you not give us life again that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying for he is speaking peace to his faithful people and to those who turn their heart to him. Truly his salvation is very near to those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring up from the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. The Lord will indeed grant prosperity, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and peace shall be a pathway for his feet. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 12, beginning at the 11th verse. I have been a fool. You forced me to do it. Indeed, you should have been one commanding me. For I am not at all inferior to these super apostles, even though I am nothing. The sign of a true apostle were performed among you with utmost patience, signs and wonders and mighty works. How have you been worse off than the other churches, except that I myself did not burden you? Forgive me this wrong. Here I am, ready to come to you this third time, and I will not be a burden because I do not want what is yours but you. For children ought not to lay up for their parents, but parents for their children. I will most gladly spend and be spent for you. If I love you more, Am I to be loved less? Let it be assumed that I did not burden you. Nevertheless, you say, since I was crafty, I took from you in by deceit. Did I take advantage of you through any of those whom I have sent to you? I urged Titus to go, and he sent the brother with him. Titus did not take advantage of you, did he? Did we not conduct ourselves with the same spirit? Did we not take the same steps? Have you been thinking all along that we have been defending ourselves before you? We are speaking in Christ before God. Everything we do, beloved, is for the sake of building you up. For I fear that when I come, I may find you not as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish. I fear that there may perhaps be quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder. I fear that when I come again, my God may humble me before you, and that I may have to mourn over many who previously sinned and have not repented of the impurity, sexual immorality, licentiousness that they have practiced. Chapter 19, beginning at the 41st verse. As Jesus came near and saw Jerusalem, he wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that it would make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Indeed, the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up ramparts around you and surround you and hem you in on every side, They will crush you to the ground, you and your children from within you, and they will not leave within you one stone upon another, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation from God. Then he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling things there, and he said, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching in the temple. The chief priests and the scribes and the leaders of the people kept looking for a way to kill him. But they did not find anything that they could do, for all the people were spellbound by what they heard. Here ends the readings. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A Reflection for Friday for the Week of Proper Five. A reading from the letter to Polycarp by Ignatius, Bishop of Antioch and Martyr, in the year 115. Avoid evil practices, indeed preach against them. Tell my sisters to love the Lord and be content with their husbands in the flesh and in the spirit and in the same way bid my brothers in Christ's name to love their wives as the Lord loves his church. If any can remain chaste in honor of the Savior's flesh, then let them do so without boasting. For if they boast of it, they are lost. And if they think themselves for this reason better than the bishop, they are lost. Those who marry should be united with bishops' approval so that the marriage may follow god's will and not merely the prompting of the flesh let everything be done for god's honor hear your bishop that god may hear you my life is sacrificed for those who are obedient to the bishop the presbyters and the deacons and may it be that my lot to share with them in god work together in harmony struggle together run together suffer together rest together rise together as stewards, advisors, and servants of God. Seek to please Him whose soldiers you are and from whom you draw your pay. Let none of you prove a deserter. Let your baptism be your armor, your faith, your helmet, your charity, your spear, your patience, your panoply. Let your good works be your deposits so that you may draw other well-earned savings so be patient and gentle with one another as god is with you may i have joy in you forever since i have heard that the church of antioch in syria is the peace through your prayers i too am more tranquil in the resilience upon god if only i may find a way to god through my passion and my resurrection prove to be your disciple my most blessed polycarp you should convene a godly council and appoint someone whom you consider dear and especially diligent to be called God's courier and to have the honor of going into Syria and advancing God's glory by speaking and uniting charity. Christians are not their own masters. Their time is God's. This is God's work, and it will be yours as well when you have performed it. I have trust in the grace of God that you are ready to act generously when it comes to God's work. Since I know so well your zeal for truth, I have limited my appeal to these few words. I could not write to all the churches because I am sailing at once from Troas to Naples, as it is required of me. I want you, therefore, as one of those who knows God's purpose, to write to the churches of the East and bid them to do the same. Those who call should send representatives, All the rest should send letters through your delegates. Thus your community will be honored for a good work which will be remembered forever, as their bishop deserves. I wish all of you well forever in Jesus Christ. Through him, may you all remain in God's unity and in his care. Farewell in the Lord. I believe in God Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him, at all times and in all places, may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.